I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah! How about that, Al? <laughs> I can't hear that enough. My goodness. What happened? How did it happen? How did it happen to him? How did it happen in that moment? I have a million questions. I don't even know if I have any answers at this point. Wow. Awesome. Unbelievable. Literally unbelievable. That That's... <laughs> So let, let me kind of tell a quick story here, okay? So yesterday the Dodger game is going on. We're getting ready for the Lakers to start. Uh-huh. At least we're getting ready for the Lakers pregame to start. Trav, I mean, it was done. It was incredible. But the, the, just kind of think about this for a second. Uh, there were plenty of moments that you probably thought, this is just probably it. This is it. You there know, the Dodgers more, season more, is going to end. There was more than zero of those moments yesterday. Yes, you're right. The 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 Dodgers season is going to end. And, you know, I, I it, it's kind of funny. You know, we're carrying the game, yeah. right? So we're carrying the game. So we're going to go after the game um, after the game ends. Or Four we're gonna and a half get hour, to a, nine inning game. Perfectly normal. Nothing yeah, to see yeah, here. Absolutely. Absolutely normal. <laughs> we're going to go after a certain part of the game. Sure. Just the way everything unfolded. And, and uh, listen, I'm not at Dodger Stadium, but I'm at Staples Center. <laughs> And there are a lot of fans there who are curious of about course. the game. So whatever the vibe was at Dodger Stadium, I could only imagine. By the way, Mace was at the game and yeah, was it, there for it all live. It was an extraordinary moment in Dodger postseason history. Mm-hmm. And and Cody Bellinger has been in the middle of more of those moments than I think probably anybody realizes. It was a home run that if the Dodgers can somehow win this series, and we'll get into all of that, but if they can find a way to win this series, it goes down on the short list of Man. great home runs we've seen. Even though it was in Game Three, it's okay. Even though it only tied the game, it's okay. All of those things. How about this? Here's your first. What a defining moment. I, I I found a great piece on MLB.com this morning that's got the most unbelievable Cody Bellinger stats, and I'm going to sprinkle them out throughout you all day. But how, I want to start right here. Okay. That's the ninth postseason home run of Cody Bellinger's career. That's incredible. Nine home runs in the postseason. Four of them, four of the nine, have come in the eighth inning or later that either tied the game or gave the Dodgers the lead. Wow. So that's not just he's a good player, which he was and is starting to look like all over again, but this is he finds a way. He finds a way to get things done. And that's how that game went was amazing for a million different reasons, but that it was him and seeing him round the bases like that, seeing the look, he he practically stopped running between first and second base to turn around and look at the Dodger dugout and it, it almost had that look out like, this is real, right? Like, this is mm-hmm. actually happening. I know that I'm mixing my metaphors here, but I kept waiting for like a penalty flag to come out and go, nope, somebody was offsides. We're going to do that again. That, that doesn't get, nope, interference or so, something because that wasn't supposed to happen to that guy in that game when everything, everything that could have gone wrong in that game through the first four or five innings yeah. did, yeah. that they found, that they were down. Look, here, here's another one, right? There's another one. There have been 81 playoff games in Dodger history where the Dodgers have been down by three or more runs in the eighth inning. You know how many they've won? 
None? Zero. Mm -hmm. Until yesterday. Zero. They were 0 for 81. Now they're 1 for 80 or 1 for 80. They're 1 for 81 or 1 for 82, however you want to look at it. It it wasn't supposed to go like that. It wasn't supposed for him to go like that. And it feels like I said this the other day. When Kirk Gibson hit the home run yeah. against the A's, it mm -hmm. was game one, right? World Series was over. The A's weren't coming back from that. It, it, the A's were the much better team. But in that moment, you're like, oh, this is meant to be. And yesterday, Al. For the vast majority of that game, I was feeling the exact opposite. This oh, no, it's not meant to be. Meant to yeah, be. it's not meant to be. Walker Bueller had a really bad day at the worst possible time. Mm -hmm. He got rattled, really for the first time I've ever seen him in his career get rattled. That Jerry Meals missed a call on Jock Peterson. It's a terrible call. And all of a sudden, inning prolongs. Next thing you know, you're down here four comes to another two. Another hit. Here comes a four pitch walk. Yep. There's an error. Well, mm -hmm. it wasn't an error, but there's a miscue in yep. the outfield. Mm -hmm. And you could feel Walker Bueller just it, it got to him. Mm -hmm. It kind of it kind of got away from him. And at that point, you're like this guy, we're down by three runs. This is this is not meant to pop. And they win the damn game. It was it was absolutely amazing because keep in mind that wasn't even the part that won the game. This was the part that won the game. Chavez fires. Swing and a line drive out towards right center, and it's going to touch down for a hit. In to score is Taylor. Betts to second. He slides in, and it's an RBI double for Mookie Betts. The Dodgers lead it 6-5. Okay, so a couple things. By the way, that hit, you know, just kind of talking about after Bellinger. Yeah. What happened after Bellinger? I'll tell you what happened. You think right there, you're content, you're good to go. You tied the game up five apiece. You know what? If this game goes into extra innings, let's roll up our sleeves and let's try to go to work. Taylor gets on. Taylor gets to second. He steals second. Something the Dodgers don't do. They don't steal bases. Except this got, series. They've got a they have, team full of Ricky Hendersons and Vince Coleman's all of a sudden. They have, if I'm right, eight stolen bases just this series. I think 13, you threw out a stat 13. this series? No, in this postseason. Postseason. Yeah. Okay, so... I mean, that's just ridiculous in itself. So after Mookie hits a three-run homer, I'm sorry, after Bellinger hits yeah. a three-run homer to tie the game, you still get a base hit. Then you still get eventually Chris Taylor in a position, in scoring position. Mookie hits a double. I think just as impressive as the three-run homer, how the hell did you get the last run to go up 6-5 in yep. the same inning? Yep, yep. I, I, I want to say one other thing real quick. You know, you, you mentioned something about Bellinger rounding the bases. You know, I, I think some of the things that makes iconic sports moments so iconic is when you hear somebody on a call and they just don't know how to react. Mm -hmm. It's so unscripted, natural, coming from the heart, from the soul. Bellinger, throw a couple examples. Gibson that you were talking about. Sure. That's an iconic rounding the bases. Derek Fisher with .4 seconds left, hitting the shot and just running to lie. He doesn't know where to go. He yeah. doesn't know what to do. Um, Robert Doug, Ori. Robert Ori. Yeah. Doug Flutie throwing yeah. the, uh, the iconic, you know, there's those iconic moments. Bellinger had one of those moments. He didn't know what to do. He just kind of, you know, as you said, he didn't move. And then he kind of started running, got to first, got to first, like didn't know how to. It was it was really a special moment, and and you know we'll see how this series plays out. But Trav, 
that is one of those moments where a team that is absolutely dead could rise again, and, and we'll have to find out and you know wait and see, but it could be one of those moments. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. We want to take your calls today. We're going to take your calls on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back, so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. So if you want to get in and talk about what we saw, by all means, 877-710-3776. There are a million million Dodger topics to get to I want to talk about Walker Bueller I want to talk about Julio Orias but just the fact that that game ended the way that it did Mm -hmm. and the way that that momentum so drastically shifted in what are we talking about we're talking about a game I made a joke a minute ago game took four and a half hours and for four hours and 18 minutes of it the Dodgers were flat as a pancake Mm -hmm. They were they were nowhere. There was no buzz. There was no just Seeger hits that two Seager run homer and then nothing. But but here's the craziest thing of all, Al. Mm-hmm. He hits the home run. It's two to nothing. Charlie Morton walks the bases loaded. Charlie Morton doesn't walk people. Is is that crazy? You walked away from the first inning if you're the Braves saying, Oh no, we're in a good spot. We're in a good spot. Yeah. We're in a good spot. And the exact opposite is true also. The Dodgers walked out of that inning saying, wait, we only got two? We hit a home run mm-hmm. and had four guys walk? We got two runs? Mm-hmm. How the hell does that happen? And Chris Taylor, who had a big hit, got on base, stole the base. Chris Taylor had a good day. When he's – let me say it again because I still can't believe what I saw. Mm-hmm. Charlie Morton walks the bases loaded. Mm-hmm. Walk, walk, walk. Here comes Chris Taylor. He's walked the bases loaded. He swings at the first pitch. I almost drove my car into a ditch. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, wait, wait he did what? are we watching what? here? Did you not see the last three batters? I, I, yeah. I, I'm yeah. thinking this, and I get, I get it, I get it, I get it. Hey, pitcher's next. He's going he's gonna to make sure that he doesn't get this guy. He's going to be aggressive. One. You be, get one. Yep. Let's let's see a pitch. Mm-hmm. Let me see one. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you can't hit 0-1, then what are we doing here? And he can. Let's see a pitch. So at that moment, when that inning ended, I said, ugh. Because Walker Bueller had given up a couple of hits. The Braves made a base running error to get doubled off. All of these things were leading you to believe the Dodgers are getting ready. And then it just all of a sudden turned. Yeah, five innings went in, to them. you're it, sitting there, you know, there's no momentum. 877-710-3776. So we got a million Dodger things. We want to talk about the Lakers right yeah. now, too. The Lakers last night got a great performance from LeBron James. Mm-hmm. They got a great performance from Anthony Davis. Steph, Car- Steph Curry played poorly. Yep. And the Lakers lost. What, huh? Yeah, random. Say what now? I, I, listen, <laughs> listen. If, if you'd have told me, and, and by the way, really cool yesterday to be at Staples Center. They give out the shirts, eighteen nine ninety seven. That's what it says on the shirts. That's a sellout. House. It hasn't been a full house in a year and a half. So uh, a fantastic vibe. You know, Lakers start the game before you even know it. LeBron throws a alley-oop to DeAndre Jordan. By the way, LeBron James looked like he was 27. Um, he, he looked fantastic. So did AD. But just think about everything you just played out for me here real quick. You just told me that Steph Curry is going to have an awful night, awful shooting night, that LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to put up 67 points together <laughs> combined. They were great. And you're playing the Golden State Warriors. At home. It's not like you're sitting here playing you know, Milwaukee or Brooklyn or one of these elite elite, mm-hmm. and you lose the game? Yeah. Gave up 38 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Russell Westbrook. Um, you know, this is, th- this is what's going to happen with Russ. <laughs> this is what's going to happen with Russ all season. Teams are going to invite him to take jumpers. Teams are going to put it on a silver platter. Hey, if you can take a jumper and get the ball out of LeBron James' hand or get the ball out of Anthony Davis's hand, that's a good defensive possession for us. Uh, and then just a couple other things. Lakers, 
hit 16 less free throws than the Golden State Warriors. Just Anthony random Davis, teams. who's a good free throw shooter, couldn't throw one in to save his life. No player had double figures other than LeBron and Anthony Davis. So there's uh, not exactly the way you want to start out it, the year. Uh, Just help me out here. I was watching it on TV with one eye at the time. That have, what's, is Melo pump faking free throws now? What are we doing? What? Huh? What, was, the, what, was, like, was, what was that? Laughing about it. Like it was, hey, I got everybody. <laughs> Carmelo, <laughs> just, just hit the free throw. Let's yeah, go. Was got, odd. Ba- got to get back on the other side here. Just got to play <laughs> some defense here. Caught me by surprise yeah. along the way. Uh, look, I'm not going to do a victory lap. I'm not because I, I don't. There, there isn't a victory lap. It was a night where the questions that we've talked about were have le- been left unanswered. Mm-hmm. And he had Russell Westbrook gone out there and had 30 points and 22 assists and nine rebounds, I wouldn't be sitting here go. I guess I was. We're going to see. We're going to see how this 100%, plays out. 100%. 100%. The question that we had about fit, the question about hey, how do these three pieces, namely AD, LeBron, and, and Russell Westbrook fit together, we still have the same questions. And, and again, this is not a, ha I told you so. It's a, yeah, that they, they're going to need to work on that. <laughs> That's going to need to get ironed out. The Lakers are going to be really good. They're going to win a bunch of games. But last night was just that. And, and here's the other thing. None of the other guys other than the big two really seemed all that comfortable in what it is they were being asked to do. It just it looked very, very disjointed, as I guess you would expect from a team that hadn't really put their pieces together in a meaningful way yet. Yeah, they'll they'll you know eventually figure it out. Here's the reality, Trav. It's kind of one of those things, and I think we do this with the Dodgers. We do this with the Rams. Nobody really cares how you win. Um, but you should be winning. You know, you, you should have beat the Golden State. You got a tough game coming up against Phoenix mm-hmm. on Friday, so I think that's going to actually be a more challenging game. They're going to look at, okay, what what are the results? How did certain players do? And is the season over when you start on one? Of course not. But it's also our job to critique them and give them praise when it's time to do you know either it, one of them. It was the result with the the and the eye test that made you go, huh? huh. Yeah, yeah. It. They got 81 left, thankfully. 81 left to figure it out. 877-710-3776. We're talking Dodgers, real Dodger talk all day long. We're talking about the Laker debut last night where Anthony Davis and LeBron James were absolutely fantastic, and that's the list of things that were fantastic for the Lakers. And I'm going to give you, Slee, the unsung hero from that Dodger game. Mm -hmm. We haven't said his name yet, and he did work yesterday that I think is going to go entirely unnoticed that may have saved the Dodger not only the game, but the Dodgers season. All right, stay right here. Travis and Sliwa Show, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Dodgers win yesterday 6-5, to five, and we are going to talk a lot about Cody Bellinger. We already have talked a lot about Cody Bellinger. We're going to talk about Mookie getting the big double. We're going to talk about everything that happened yesterday. Dave Roberts and some of the decisions, some of the pitching. Julio Odias coming up today. Here's a name that I don't think you're going to hear enough. Okay. You ready? Do you know who pitched the second most innings for the Dodgers yesterday? Walker Bueller pitched the most. He pitched three and two-thirds innings. Do you know who ate up the second most innings in that game yesterday? Who was it? Evan Phillips. Okay, go ahead and throw your hands in the air if you had Evan Phillips as the guy mm-hmm. that was going to save that well, game I'll go back the to yesterday's show. 
<laughs> right. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I mentioned it. Evan Phillips pitched one and two-thirds innings. Now, the numbers themselves are not super. He gave up one hit. He struck out three guys. He walked a couple of guys. So he wasn't super clean through this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But the Dodgers used nine pitchers yesterday, and Evan Phillips was the guy that got the second most outs on the team. He got five outs, okay? Walker Bueller got 11. He got five. The rest, we have had three different guys get, oh, excuse me, four different guys only get one out. Joe Kelly got an out. Gonsolin got an out. Knable and Vezia both got one out. And what this means is, is that the Dodger bullpen, that we've spent so much time. Hey, is this guy coming out of the pen? We're going to do an opener. We're going to put. We're going to flip flop Trinan and Jansen. We're going to bring in Julio in the eighth inning. That all of this crazy, crazy stuff that's been going on. Yesterday they were forced because Walker Bueller didn't pitch well. Yeah, they were forced to just basically play it straight. We have no option. He's out of the game. We just we can't start flip flopping pieces all over. We can't opener. We can't do this that. And guess what? It was good enough. The reason the Dodgers won the game yesterday is because the bullpen collectively only gave up one run, mm-hmm. and the bullpen collectively kept them right where they are, and the offense finally found its groove. The Dodgers had four hits going into the eighth inning. Four, We said it over and over. Got a hit, got a hit, got a hit, got a hit. They had four hits going into the eighth inning. Okay, And then finally, they get a couple of singles. They run in one with Cody Bellinger. But Evan Phillips, who we probably won't say his name the rest of the way, yeah gets a huge pat on the back for what he did yesterday. So there's something about that. What, what you just mentioned there about maybe yesterday, whether it's strategy or not, they were forced yesterday to do something that they did for pretty much 162 games. Right, Trav? For 162 games, this was the structure that they were forced to do. Now you just go out there, you throw out your ace, you throw out your pitcher, and if things don't work out, then I'm going to have to figure out with using my bullpen to hopefully at some point get to Kenley Jansen in the ninth and take your chances there. Now I'm not saying this is ideal. I'm not saying to you know, you're obviously not going to have Cody Ballinger hit a three-run bomb the way he did and, and Mookie Neck with the clutch RBI. Basketball. I mean, all, all that stuff is out of the ordinary. Um, but I think the kind of going back to reverting back to what got you here Right. There's a there's a you know, we, we said this. Why are you and I talking about the Dodgers and saying we think they got too cute? Yeah, they don't need to get too cute. No. Why are you and I talking about the Dodgers are trying to outsmart another team? They don't need to try to outsmart another team. And, and listen, I know the conversation would have been a lot different. Bellinger doesn't hit that three run homer. But then we're probably talking more about the offense than we are about the pitching. Unfortunately for the Dodgers. Pitching has been a part of the conversation because it's in such a it's been such a weird rotation of how they're yes. using things specifically in game two. Yeah, well, it, and some of it is just by necessity. Like for instance, the Dodgers. We, we talked about this yesterday. They needed Walker Bueller not only to pitch well, but they needed him to pitch deep. Can he go six? He did neither. No. He he did neither. (laughs) Right. Okay? They need the exact same thing from Julio Arias today. He needs to pitch well. How many pitchers they used yesterday? Nine. (laughs) (laughs) They they used nine pitchers. Like I said, four of these guys only got one out, you know, because the inning ended or or, matchups, whatever it might have been. But now all of a sudden, you're going to have a bullpen game in game five. You're going to probably have to Do- use And Braves will have a bullpen day today. today. Mm-hmm. But the Dodgers had a bullpen day in game one yep. by design. They had a bullpen day in game two out of necessity because Scherzer didn't go very deep. Right. They had a bullpen day yesterday because Bueller didn't go very deep. Necessity again. You've got a bullpen day coming up tomorrow. Somebody at some point is going to have to gobble up some innings. By the way, you know the Julio piece of this, this will be interesting tonight, right? If you kind of... Just take a quick look. Last time we saw Julio, 
is when he got shelled by the Braves in game two. Now, I know it's going to be different structure. You, you kept mentioning, I was asking you yesterday, okay, well, how does this affect him for tonight's game? Here's Dave. I don't think so. Um, I, I feel good where he's at, and um, I'm going to watch him uh, as long as he's being efficient and um, throwing the baseball well. We're going to let him run. We'll see. I mean, I, I believe that Dave's telling the truth, but he's going to go as long as the, the, the sure. hitters will let you know when it's time for him to Absolutely. come out of the game. It's as simple as that. That's give the up straight talk. two runs in the first two innings and yes. you got a couple guys on, you probably won't see Julio anymore. Time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Whether it's Julio, whether it's Tony Gonsolin, somebody needs to pitch four innings three plus you, you need somebody to eat some of this stuff up because while they were able to do it yesterday if you ask all of your bullpen guys to be perfect all day long every day it's a lot look, look at what happened to atlanta yesterday yeah finally somebody yesterday luke jackson had a bad inning it just it had a bad inning he got he got a couple of hits guy popped one we lose it you're asking a lot out of those guys do you do anything different like just as an example as the game was getting a little further yesterday, did you say to yourself, okay, you know what? I'm going to shave partial. I'm going to shave part of my mustache. My mustache is tingling right now. It's so excited. Yeah. It's so it's so excited for what's going on right now. There's the quote of the show. My mustache is tingling <laughs> is. right now. Still, can you, can you see it quivering from where you're sitting? <laughs> I know you took a clandestine video of me earlier. How good was that shot? <laughs> you know what somebody said on Twitter? Yeah. Is Trav ordering Postmates or DoorDash? <laughs> I'm more of a Postmates guy, but DoorDash works All too. I could say this, it looked like it was the first video camera ever taken. That's what my video looked like. <laughs> it felt like an Atari. And people actually do, like, there's whatever, however they do it, the kind of the beautiful zoom in and zoom out. make a movie these phones. Mine was shaking, and it was in, and it was out. It's yeah, I think you had, like, a a wax over the lens or something. Just it wasn't, a mess. wasn't a good look. Chris in Los Angeles. Chris, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Chris? Travis, so... I know you ain't going to agree with this, but we're going to start with you first. Okay. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's about time that we start acknowledging what we're seeing when it, when it comes to Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is the best baseball player in the state of California. Mike Trout might be more talented, but he is not a Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is a game changer. He's a showstopper. He's everything. He's an emotional leader. He, he's a trendsetter. Mm-hmm. Mike Trout is just a just a great baseball player that doesn't get to the playoffs, which I know you would say it's not on him. But in today's game, the star athletes can put pressure on the organization to either turn the team around that they own or get them out of there so they can contend for championships. Mookie Betts, he's, he's exceeded over Mike Trout. And then my last thing, and I'm out of your way. <laughs> Dave Roberts is still struggling with all this trickery yes. from the San Francisco Giants series. And the Dodgers batting, they're still not picking up the fact that the Atlanta Braves, all they've been doing with the pitching is the same thing the Giants been doing. A lot of off-speed stuff. Thank God uh, Jackson threw Belger a high fastball that he's he loved. Oh, we lost Chris. All right, so I, I, let, let's talk about the Mookie thing first, and we'll get to Bellinger in a second. 
you might be right. Certainly today in this season, Mookie Betts has put himself on a very short list of best players in baseball. Well, he hasn't. I mean, in the postseason, he hasn't been that great. He was 500 <laughs> in the one game against St. Louis. Okay, uh-huh. all right. It went down to 450 against uh, against He's the San Francisco Giants. Against the Giants. He's around 300 against Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, just trending listen, in the wrong direction. Listen, if you're going to make a case, I mean, have something that's delivered. By the way, just one thing on, on Mookie. Clutch. Oh, unbelievably I mean, clutch. Just clutch. I do agree with Chris that be- Trout hasn't played in the playoffs. It has nothing to do with Trout. If you're telling me I can pick Trout or Betts, I'm still picking Trout, but I'm thinking twice now. Before, I wasn't even thinking twice, but now I think that Mookie is just right there. As far as the best player in the state of California, you've got four options, believe yeah. it or not. Otani. Otani, Mookie, Tatis. Trout, and Tatis. Mm-hmm. You've got those four guys, and Tatis is probably fourth, but no, look. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you're wrong about That's a anything damn that you list. said. Good list in California. Unbelievable yeah, about Mookie. You're right. As far as the the Giants and the mm-hmm. Cardinals and mm-hmm. now the Braves pitching, the Dodgers had the second worst batting average against curveballs in Major League Baseball. Of course you're going to throw curveballs. If you throw them fastballs, you're doing a favor. The Dodgers need to find a way to get these things done. All right. Speaking of Dave, speaking of Dave, mm-hmm. he did something in that fourth inning yesterday that I thought potentially could have cost the Dodgers the entire series. I want to tell you what it is next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Okay, Dodgers win, and where's the momentum go, Al? Does the momentum stick with the Dodgers? Because, look, Dodgers have Julio going today. The Braves are doing a bullpen day. The Braves got kicked in the gut yesterday. But yeah. the, I'll say it again. Dodgers starting pitching has been really mediocre at best, and their offense, minus the eighth inning yesterday, is still nowhere to be found. So Where, I th- Who has Mo? I, I think, um, you know, there, there's a mental part to this, right? I mean, if you just think of the The Dodgers felt like they were – dead yesterday walking into that eighth inning mm-hmm. it, you know you and I talked about this a little bit earlier there was no indication that you thought that the Dodgers were going to come back in that game of no. course not you no. know they haven't they haven't shown anything this series which by the way every game has been a one-run game so it's not like the Dodgers are getting blown out or anything no. along those lines but they're not hitting but they're not hitting and so far things have gone the Braves way in some of these key predicaments so to answer your question where's the momentum go 
How how do you not walk into tonight's game at Dodger Stadium, which is at a regular time, not a two o'clock afternoon start? <laughs> how do you not walk I, in? I like how much that bothers you. By the way, I I, I want them all to be at two o'clock listen, now, just to bother you. The 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 baseball part of things, everything I feel like has gone against the Dodgers. Five oh eight yep. is our first pitch. Everything's gone against the Dodgers from, and I'm not trying to complain, but I'm just this is the facts from the wild card game to the the way the seating goes in the playoffs. What the hell do you have a two o'clock start for? All that stuff put all that to the side momentum how is today not all the momentum with the los angeles dodgers now if they lose then obviously that goes away but how is it not it, I, I think there's a potential hangover for both of these guys i think it's it's more dangerous for the braves because of everything this that could spiral yesterday. it could yeah it could espn radio is brought to you by progressive insurance all guests appear via the goodyear hotline you brought up everything that was not going their way i want to talk about something that happened in the fourth inning or more importantly something that happened and then something that didn't happen immediately after when jerry meals missed that call for walker bueller yep jock peterson's up to bat mm -hmm. it's a strike three call okay this has already been after gavin lux misplayed that ball in center field we'll get to that at some point too but the game is in a tight spot, right? The Braves are threatening all of a sudden. Jock Peterson is having a fantastic postseason. He's a very dangerous guy. Walker Bueller strikes him out. Yep. He, he, he strikes him out with the pitch that's on the inside corner at the knees. It's clearly a strike. The box, it, the whole ball, mm -hmm. never mind, it doesn't, whole ball doesn't have to be. Whole ball just has to nick the, the whole thing sure. is in there. It's strike three. Call gets missed. Walker Bueller shaking his head. Mm -hmm. Dave does something like, come on, Jerry, or something like that. Sure. I get that we don't see this as much as we used to. I get that Billy Martin and Earl Weaver and Tommy Lasorda are all gone. I, I understand. Dave needs to go insane in that moment. Mm -hmm. Come flying out of the dugout, waving your arms around. He, he's kicked out the second he takes one step out. Sure. Go all in. Your team is flat. No one has hit for what the was the score part. right there at that moment? Two to two, I want to say. Okay, okay. So you're you're the te the, the game is in the balance. Mm -hmm. You have fifty five thousand Dodger fans yep. that are there that are with you. They all saw it. The mm -hmm. umpire probably knows he missed it in that moment because of the way everybody reacts to it. Sure, go nuts. Get kicked out of the game. Kick dirt. Throw your hat. Throw a tantrum. Act like a five-year-old. Get your team fired up. Get all 55,000 Dodger fans frothing at the mouth. You don't think that umpire is going to have a little bit of a feeling about that in that moment? 55,000 people screaming for him? Go uh crazy fire your guys up because look this idea well there's a whole bunch of innings guys we're plug and play here these decisions are made long before the games even start yeah. you could give it to bob garen you could give it to albert pujols he could run the game the rest mm -hmm. of the way this isn't well you can't have your manager go i don't nuts. actually i don't know if i agree with it i really don't I, I get what you're trying to do i know you're trying to fire up dodger stadium and by the way you're a squad that's down two to nothing you're trying to inject not doing some anything. type of you're energy flat. into them i don't I, listen the this is the problem with one of the other issues with baseball. We could sit here and you could talk about that Walker Bueller pitch, which no question about it was a strike. Mm -hmm. The umpire, th this is not something that started yesterday. And these are critical situations that could change the balance of a game, that could change the balance of a series. Problem is, it's happening. It's not going to stop happening. You and I know it's a strike because there's a freaking box in front of the camera that tells us that they don't want the umpires to know. Yeah. If it's tough for me to sit here and say, okay, well, 
that's the moment that you want Dave Roberts kicked out in this critical game, and it's a tie game. It's not like you were down like six to two or something along those lines. But it just happens so balance. often. The game is in the balance. I, your, I get your case. Your By the way, I get your case. Got hooked on a terrible call, and. Look, if the Dodgers don't were, you have confidence that that's going to happen again yeah, later I'm, in the I'm game? I'm not even trying to get the call corrected. I'm not. I know you're try, not. I, what I'm yeah. trying to do is I'm trying to let the 25 guys that are on my team know, hey guys, we got a problem. We need to wake, wake the hell up. Up mm-hmm. and 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 it's not happening. I and if that, that could stir 55,000 in the process, I need the umpire to know that you know what you need to plug in mm-hmm. because that is blankety blank. If you're going to do this, these 55,000 people are going to be upset. You, look, I get it. Well, their umpires are going to call them like I see them. 55,000 people screaming, oh, no, I'm going to come for you. Eh, you might get one or two calls. Actually, do you remember this? A little bit later, and it wasn't it wasn't against Jock, but a little bit later, um, there was a pitch, and Will Smith is what he does. He tries to frame pitches, and he's pretty damn good at it. There was a pitch, no question about it, was a ball that went Bueller's way a little bit later on, but it's also situational. I don't need that pitch when it's, you know, on a 1-0 count, I need that pitch when it's on a 1-2 or a 2-2 count. Hey, look, it could have been worse. It could have been Laz Diaz, who got 88% of the calls right last night in the ALCS. 88%. How about if a pilot lands the plane correctly 88% of the time? How about if your cardiac surgeon doesn't kill the patient 88% of the time? Is there another job where you can be right 88% of the time at the highest level of My your profession? My rate on this show is 64%. I'm right. <laughs> Let's try Curtis. Curtis, you're on with Travis Factual. Lee. What's going on, Curtis? What's going on, guys? First of all, Alan never allowed Travis to say my mustache is tingling. Don't, that, don't ever do that, bro. <laughs> it was weird, it Curtis. Is, it still and is, it, uh, Curtis. Here's the thing. Here's the it thing. still is. It came out before I could do anything about it, but it didn't help, Curtis, that you brought it back in. <laughs> yeah, but all right, all right, at nighttime, have funches or Emily dump it. Or dump it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You know what? I, 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 I think we can't keep calling in. After we lose and want to fire Dave Roberts or want to get rid of Kenley Jansen or Cody Bellinger, we just we just got to stop complaining. I mean, I know it's a talk show; we have to do it, but we got to stay positive. I talked to you off the ledge the last time, Travis. I'm calling again. Everybody, calm down, relax. We're going to get it done. Appreciate you calling in, Curtis. Thanks, Curtis. Um, look, when a guy hits one sixty-five, our show is complaining. What do you mean, don't complain? When a guy hits one sixty-five all year, I'm not going to sit here and watch it for six months and go, you know, I think he's going to get a hit tonight. Our specialty is complaining. <laughs> it's, it's 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 right there in front of you. I am so happy that he just magic wand, like pixie Italian, dust, uh, whatever it is. Italian whatever. restaurant. Don't serve Italian food. <laughs> That's our staple. <laughs> just this is. I, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Tingling mustache or not, I don't know if I'm going to get to the end of the line. I need some late. I need more Laker games. Game one of 82, game two of 82. I can kind of ease my way through all of these things. Okay, um, coming up next, Ask Slee. You said that was some enthusiasm. I, a little voice. bit of enthusiasm. Actually, I'm, I think I'm ready for this one. <laughs> Uh, plus, at 10.55, we'll talk Lakers basketball. I thought there was some something interesting. Anthony Davis was describing Russell Westbrook, what mm-hmm. he needs to do. So we could do that at uh, 10.55. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Was it the Bellinger home run that put you in a good mood for Ask Slee? Was it the Mookie double? Why are you uh, feeling the way you are for Ask Slee today? I'm, well, I I'm, felt I'm happy, like, but I'm curious. So usually you kind of tease it and you promote it. Uh -huh. And since it was on my shoulders, I'm like, all right, you're going to sell this damn thing or are you just going <laughs> to? Hey, we get to do it every time now. Ask Slee coming up next. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, breakfast tacos versus breakfast burritos. Who you got and why is it the breakfast burrito? That's from Jason Levine. Bro, it, it's a. I'm with him, burrito. Why is it the breakfast burrito? I don't know. There's just something about it. I like the thing just encompassed there. Let the eggs, let kind of everything sit together. I want to cut it in half as well. I want to have my salsas next to me. I feel like maybe I'm more in control of the breakfast. You know what I'm saying, Funches? <laughs> I feel like tacos. It's gonna get. Me. And, and by the way, if you ask me. I think we've even had this question before. If you're out, if you're asking me taco or burrito, taco. lunch, something all this, taco's the answer yeah. at this stage of my life. Yeah. But I kind of would prefer the, a breakfast burrito. Bre over. I, I think you're very close to the bullseye. I think you left out one important Some thing. guacamole in there. If we have the burrito, mm -hmm. it's nice and warm. The cheese gets a little melty. Yes. And it stays there, and everything kind of steams in its own stuff Keep a little talking, bit. Keep talking. I'm it's, listening. Uh, it's, it, that's a big, you don't get that with a taco mm -hmm. unless you still it sit there for a very long time. And then it can, It's that cold, warm thing, but the burrito just seems like the, uh, the better bet. Kyle Downey says, what's worse for you, Al? A Lakers loss. Lakers ask, loss. Ask Slee okay. or Messy Voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good one. Good job. I got Kyle. my ranking. Okay. Um, ask Slee is number three. <laughs> okay. So then it comes between the Messy Voice and a Lakers loss. You know what? You're not going to win every game. <laughs> That's number two. <laughs> so, the Messy Voice is number one. I'm going to start doing Which, more. by the way... I forget which day it was. Uh, maybe it was a couple of days ago. They're just using the promo of you doing the yes. messy voice because, yes. and you saying, "You see, look at him. Look, look at him. Face. Look how much he doesn't like the voice." <laughs> it's true. All right. Ooh, new name here. Love this. Chad. Chad writes, "You're absolutely starving. You okay. walk into a 7-Eleven. Mm -hmm. The only food options are number one, beef taquitos, but they look questionable as to taste. Okay. Or two. A hot dog that looks pretty good, but you're not sure as to how many days it's been rolling I, in, the, I don't, in the rack. I don't know why this is an easy one for me. Let's <laughs> get a hot dog. Yeah. Just grab a hot dog. Because there's something, by the way, it, and it might have been there. If I show up there on a Saturday and I'm starving and I need to eat, it was definitely there Tuesday. Like, that's <laughs> there's no question about that. That was right. there on Tuesday. For sure. But there's something about this. It's like a marketing thing. It keeps moving. It keeps moving. It's like Slides the lighting. down, goes around. The around. lighting is good enough to where it looks shiny. I'm sure. like, I don't know what's going on here, but yes, I'd love one of those. It's always buy to register, too. Well, yeah, no, super impulse buy. No question about that. Here's the other thing. A hot dog could sit there for 100 years, and it's not going to make you sick. It's filled no, with nothing's changed. nitrates yeah, nothing's and preservatives. Changed. It's totally fine. It's not a, a real thing along the way. James That's says, a good question. in a honor of Belly's home run, you know. mm -hmm. Can you do the whole show in your Bellinger voice? <laughs> it's more of a request than an Astley. So, <laughs> people going to talk more about Mookie or me? <laughs> Why did Mookie have to do that in the same inning? That's not. That was not Bellinger's voice, by the way. <laughs> that wasn't your best. Why was? Why was that? So. Why is everybody talking about Mookie? We playing tomorrow still, or <laughs> we? get a day off i don't know time 
Are there still two Turners on the team? <laughs> there you go. You that's my go-to. It. My go-to that's, is the Turner. It's a good yeah, one that's, to go that's to. That's the one I have. Danny H. writes, when Bro, Slee... how cool was that? Just him rounding the bases. No, I can't stop thinking about Astley. that. We'll get back to Bellinger in a minute. Yeah. That does not take yeah. our eye off yeah, the ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Danny H., when Slee is carrying something and needs to open the door... Does he put down what he's carrying, or does he try to use his fingertips to open or prop up what he's carrying against his body okay. so he doesn't have to put it That's down? That's a great question. That's a fantastic question. That's a great question. question. There are two types of people in life. Those who learn from their mistakes, and those are just idiots, okay? <laughs> Why, when I go to a grocery store, do I open up the trunk? Do I have the sparkling water and all these other things in my hand? And now I can't close the trunks. And I got to actually have put everything down. I already can't get to my keys. So, like, however, I can't lock my door. I can't go to the front door. Just a couple trips. <laughs> it's all you have to do. Yet I feel like I have to make one freaking trip, like the world's about to end, that my car is not one minute away from where I live. <laughs> so to answer your question, I'm the idiot. Trying to get in the door with 14 things. Do you know how many times I've spilled my Starbucks on myself trying to open that door? What are we doing? Door? Why, all, there's why a do we do that? Right there. Just set it down. It's fine. No, I'll, I'll try it again today. Today will be the day that's different than the other 50 And I feel days like I've the person, I feel like the person that is making the two trips also wakes up in the morning and, you know, says a nice prayer, maybe <laughs> does some yoga, is incredibly, the they have a great credit score. <laughs> like, I feel like there's a lot of things. That goes with that person. <laughs> Perfect. Ryan in La Jolla. Ooh, this is interesting. This will kind of round out the picture a little bit okay. more. Without help, mm -hmm. could Lady Slee name at least two players on the Lakers, Dodgers, and Rams? Um, she can on the Lakers. Okay. Would it be LeBron and AD, or would she go off the board? She might know Russ. Okay. I think she would know Russ. And she'd definitely know Austin Reeves. I just made that up. <laughs> um, two Dodgers? Dodger. Clayton Kershaw's pretty I, famous. I, I think she might. I know she's not getting the Rams. Okay. But I think she might get two on the Dodgers, too. She's getting Clayton Kershaw for sure, right? She'll get Kershaw. She might get Bellinger. Mookie's pretty famous. Mookie's pretty famous. I, I think. Might get that she's not going to get Evan Phillips, but if she. she I mean, Actually, Mookie, I don't know about the Dodgers. No. I'm not sure. Not Aaron Donald's pretty famous guy. No. Not, not getting any of the Rams. Zero Rams? No. She's not getting Sean McVay? No. I don't think she's getting the Rams. I like her more and more. The more you tell me about her, the yeah. more I'm starting to get a picture for Lady Slee. I like it on there. This is arguably my favorite one of the day. This is from TFP. Some really good ones. Today. More unlikely to actually connect with a high fastball in the clutch. Cody Bellinger or Kit from a league of their own. <laughs> Hashtag ask Slee. But I like the high ones. <laughs> it's a great question. It's a great movie, by the way. It's a fantastic movie. Other than Madonna ruining it, it's a fantastic Madonna movie. did not ruin oh, it. Oh, she's the world's Madonna, worst. She's great in it. Madonna she's was great terrible. in it. She was unbelievable. To be honest with you, I don't think that movie has its its success <laughs> unless Madonna does what she does. Betty, it's about Betty Spaghetti. She's the she's the best player. Betty Spaghetti had game. And the blonde girl who pitched too. I forget her name. She was good too. Um wait, what's her name? What's the one for the Kit. question? Kit. Kit was the little sister That's to right. Dottie, who was Babe Ruth. Who hit the... Dottie, Dottie, yeah, was, Dottie the, was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Dottie was Gina Davis, who was the best player in the league. But Kit was the most clutch was in the, the clutch scrappy, moment. Yep. Got traded. Got traded to the uh, <laughs> away from the Peaches to the Rockford something or others. Oh, uh, she had a chip on her shoulder. Peaches. You're right. And then... <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Racine, Other small town. Racine, Racine and Rockford played in the finals. Like, that's all I remember. But. And then she knocks her sister out. The ball falls that's down. That's right. right. 
That would be That's illegal. Ball now. game right the there. The Buster Posey rule has been imposed because Kit I'm, took out Dottie. At I home. was more impressed. So if you take what happened yesterday and what happened in the first time I watched a league of their own with Kit, uh huh, I'm more impressed with Kit. <laughs> All right, yeah, here we that go. one just seemed more organic. Rome show writes would <laughs> travis have been around for the eighth inning rally or left early to beat traffic hashtag ask Salih. all right this is my genuine answer so dodgers are down five two he's got to drive all the way down to orange county mm-hmm. he's got at least a buck and a half in front of him it's around 5 30 so he's going to hit traffic uh he's been thinking about dinner for two hours um, also had multiple Dodger dogs there, or at least helmet yeah but you still but that's like you still are thinking about <laughs> dinner um, I'm gonna say you left. In yesterday's and you're listening game, to the broadcast. In yesterday's game, mm-hmm. probably not. In almost every other situation, what you described is exactly true. It's like, hey, look, I don't want to get home at eight o'clock at night. This this is already gonna take me forever. Is it also too because you would have been screwed? You leave at five thirty, yes. and you're, you're you're getting home you're, no matter what. You might as well leave at seven. And there was still that. There's one swing that could tie. If it were more than four runs, bye. Uh, my, I'm the guy with the taillights and the Kirk Gibson home run if it's more than four runs, mm-hmm. right? But as long as one swing can tie the game, I'm going to stick around. Are you the guy the game gets tied at five and you said, okay, I already won. Now I'm getting on the road. Uh, I'll take my chances. <laughs> All right. So the Lakers open up last night. Yeah. They get a great performance from LeBron. Mm-hmm. They get a great performance from Anthony Davis. Let's talk some Russell Westbrook. And they get some performances Let's, from some and, other people. And I think this is going to be um, the Russell Westbrook piece, and, and we got some sound that we're going to play here uh, when we come back. But Anthony Davis was talking about Russ, what he has to do, obviously, in his first game as a – after the first game as a Los Angeles Laker. Astley is brought to you by Kia of Carson. This summer, find your next car or SUV at Kia of Carson. Hurry on in to Kia of Carson for the best selection off the 405 at the Carson exit. Go to kiaofcarson.com. Russ, fit, uh-oh, that's next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.